Hey guys, welcome back to the Yolk Christian Podcast. So today's interesting because as always, I'm here with Codus, but it's interesting, dude, because we're sitting across from each other. This is the first yeah. time we've ever sat across from each other. Um, we've got a whole bunch of technology going on. We've got our fancy mics or whatever. We've got a whole podcast set up yeah. and it's pretty neat. Uh, we were trying to get video, but Codus explained what was going on there. So pretty much we had our fancy mics. We had our fancy lighting, fancy background, fancy everything. But then the technology just wouldn't work. Like, yeah. I don't know why. It just yep. said, oh, you have to contact support, contact support. Right. Didn't even give us a reason why. We tried everything yeah. like 50 times. First, we had struggle setting up the mics and everything. We had struggle, you know, with everything. And they were it's like, just oh, part of it. this right. is going great. We're, yeah. we're doing great. We got it all set up. And then the technology, man. That's technology. Yeah. And that's, that's just part of it, you know, figuring it out. But then once we finally figured it all out, Riverside, which is what we used to record, just said, Nah, we ain't working tonight. Yeah. So that's why we're just going to do pure audio. But uh, next time we should be able to have mm-hmm. video. Um, so you can watch us on Spotify, which I think is super neat. And you also yeah. see us on YouTube. Yeah. Codus wants to do so, set up Twitter. Yeah. Talk so about we're going to set up. So pretty much Riverside's cool. We get to set up on all this, these different platforms. Obviously, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a bunch of podcast platforms. But now we're going to be on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Um, other stuff so it's pretty yeah. cool and we're gonna be on tick we can so there's a cool way we found out we can like show the the podcast on tiktok live mm-hmm. so i guess we're gonna be on there too yeah we're oh, be that's everywhere. right yeah yeah we're gonna so, be everywhere and just worldwide <laughs> okay pitbull yeah um so i'm super stoked because i think that'd be really cool because like like codis was talking about we've got lights we've got cameras we've, we've got, got it bro. So we're, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It's looking pretty professional. So the, the reason I moved down here is to grow this thing. And guess what? It's going now. We, we, we finally put the wheels down and we're, we're, we're making steps. We're making, making steps. steps. Awesome. Well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about, well, really, it's the first uh, chapter slash video mm-hmm. slash audio yeah. um, for Colossians, uh, the book of Colossians. And is it four or six chapters? I don't remember. Um, um, it says remember. four chapters. Four chapters. You okay. right. I was wrong. Well, it's all good. Um, I couldn't remember if it was four or six, but anyways, so it's four chapters. We're going to go through it one by one. Uh, Today's episode is going to be on chapter one, but there's a little bit of a background as we usually do. Um, And so Coda, feel free to fill in on what I, what I miss out on. Um, But Colossians was written by Paul and Mm -hmm. he wrote it while he was in prison around 60 AD. And so it's one of his prison epistles. Um, And so what that means is he wrote it while he's in prison along with Philippians. Uh, Was Ephesians one? I couldn't remember. Um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what he wrote. For, I know he wrote like pretty much all, the whole Bible. Well, yeah. No, you're like one third of the New Testament. The dude wrote a lot. Right. Yeah, thirteen, maybe fourteen epistles, depending on if you count Hebrews or not. I personally don't count Hebrews. Yeah, Hebrews is weird. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Most people, about from my understanding, most people say that Paul wrote it. Um, I think it was Priscilla, but that's just me. Did we make a podcast on we that? We did. Okay. I think, I well, we so. briefly like kind of scraped over and talked okay. about it and why you believe it, but gotcha. like, we didn't make an episode about it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, most people think it's Paul. Um, but anyways, going into Colossians, uh, do you want to lead it? Yeah. Okay. So pretty yeah. much, he pretty much starts off saying, Hey guys, this is Paul t- talking here. Um, he pretty much greets himself and he says, Hey, I'm pretty much talking to the saints. Um, you know, the people that go to the church of Colossae and then he pretty much starts off by saying like, we should always thank God, mm. you know, for everything that he's done for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, for we have heard of your faith in Jesus Christ. And of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope reserved for you in heaven, mm. you have already heard about the hope of the world. Uh, I completely lost where it was. At this hope in the world of truth, the gospel. 
right. that has come to you, it is bearing fruit and growing all over the world, just as it has among you since the day you heard it and come to truly appreciate God's grace. Mm. You learn from this. Anyway, he's pretty much saying like, right. you've heard the gospel. You see that it's making mm-hmm. an impact. You see that it's bearing fruit. So be thankful of that. Be thankful mm. that you've heard of God. Right. Be thankful that you've heard the gospel and notice that it's really taking off here. Yeah. Because he's kind of in he's kind of in prison. So I guess I guess it's kind of one of those things you take for granted sometimes, I guess. Like your faith. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, oh yeah, I'm just a Christian. No, take take like pride in that. Like I'm a Christian. Like, right. yeah. like you can see spiritual growth in the world. Mm-hmm. Like when someone be like baptisms get excited about that be like yo Ooh, yes, someone sir. got baptized or yeah, like yeah. yo someone became a christian don't be like oh that's cool yeah no that's awesome yeah we're making more people come to heaven yep. like this podcast is awesome because there's people that message us and say man i love your podcast mm-hmm. like that's awesome like it's cool to see people that you know that are kind of coming to christ that are learning about the gospel mm-hmm. that are you know so like i guess what i'm trying to say is be thankful that you have jesus christ absolutely be thankful yeah. that God is still working in this life. Like mm-hmm. you've heard the gospel, you've seen what it can do. So be thankful about that. Yeah, absolutely. And something I found really interesting about this this chapter specifically is, as we already mentioned, Paul is in prison. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's not saying, I pray uh, for myself. Yeah. All throughout the chapter, he's saying, I pray for you. I pray mm-hmm. for you. Like how often in our lives, when we're going through it in whatever way that we're going through, are we just praying for ourselves? Like, it's kind of, I mean, yeah. looking at it, it's, it makes sense. Like, okay. So I feel like when we pray for ourselves, a lot of times it's like a vending machine for mm-hmm. God. Like we're using him as vending machine. It doesn't make a whole yeah, lot of sense. No, no. Um, I get it. And, but when we look like, I'm trying to think of it and while I was reading, it's like, when do I ever see Paul saying that he prayed for himself? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I see that throughout all the scripture. He's always saying, I pray for you in this. And so he's super selfless. You and, know, it's really cool. I'm going to interrupt yeah, you real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. But on the cross, Mm-hmm. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. later on, he quoted the one Bible verse from, you know, some people argue, no, he didn't. I think, yes, he did. He definitely quoted that uh, proverb. Um, but anyway, like even Jesus on the cry- cross, yep. dying on the cross, you mm-hmm. know, ripped open, nailed, yep. mm-hmm. completely miserable. He right. said, Father, forgive them. Like right. he was praying for people while he was experiencing the most painful death. Right. And like that shows a lot. Yeah. And then to kind of make it another modern spin to that is, or I guess in continuation, what we were saying is like, how often do we pray like, God, bless me so that I can bless others? Yeah. Why, why do we pray for yeah. blessings for ourselves so we can bless others? I, I get it. I mean, I make that prayer all the time. I'm stomping on my toes here. Um, and I just think it's God, funny. give me this car so then I can, I can talk about God in many places and go right, fast. Right, you know? exactly. Like, and take people to church. Yeah. <laughs> Which if you, I feel like you should use all things to God's glory. So if you do have yeah, a car, like don't feel but, bad if you have a nice yeah, car. Yeah, no. But if you're right. praying just to like get these things, like, Trying to manipulate God, that's not going to work. Like, yeah, God, go. give me this iPhone so that I can, you know, Reach make TikToks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you just want that iPhone. Exactly, like, exactly. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Uh, something else I found interesting is verse four. So he says that we've heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he says in, uh, in verse five, he says mm-hmm. that the reason we heard of your faith is because it comes from your confident hope in God. Uh, well, what God has reserved for you in heaven. And so when we come to the faith, we have hope. Second uh, Corinthians chapter four and five kind of talk about this. And because of our faith, we have hope not in this life, but for the next. And so what he's talking about here is out of that hope, it exudes something mm-hmm. that is contagious. And so that's how he says that he's, he's heard of their faith, which is cool because that's what should be happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. People should be looking at us and they, we should be exuding something. The light of the world. You know? Exactly. Or the exactly. salt of the world. Exactly. Both, both of those. Yeah. 
Um, and so just uh, something to, to sit on. If the people around you don't know that you're Christian, then maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I it's, think it's like that one. Uh, it was like a TikTok thing or whatever for a while, but it was like, um, oh, crap, was it? Yeah, well, that was weird. Anyway, so um, it was like if 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 the kind of the end times happened or whatever mm-hmm. and you were on trial, would people know that you're a Christian? Like you have mm-hmm. enough evidence to right. prove right. like, yeah, I was a Christian. Right. Or they're going to be like, oh, you weren't a Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, I think the the biggest insult I've ever gotten in my life, I was working for that ambulance company a few years ago. And I really only recently really started taking my faith seriously. And somebody I was riding with them and I had been working with them for like six months, maybe a year. And we were talking about something and somehow or another Bible or Christianity or something like that came up. And they're like, I didn't know you were a Christian. And I've been working with them, literally stuck in a truck with them for months. And they didn't even know. And when they said that, I instantly like slapped the face and I, I knew I was like, I am sucking right now. Um, and that's, that's, I think that's the worst insult that somebody could give me. And so like, uh, uh one guy called me short, that kind of hurt. <laughs> I haven't lived that down since yeah, 2004. You know, getting called skinny all the time. That, uh, I'm just kidding. At least you're not fat. Uh, you know, uh, pros and cons of both. Yeah. There's not many pros to being fat, Jared. I don't, I don't. I it don't depends on to. the culture. This isn't 1500 degrees. 1500 degrees. They, they thought, really? they thought like. Bigger people were attracted was that, was because that they had money. Was that fifteen hundred? It was Pompeii time. That's close enough. <laughs> Pompeii was somewhere around there. I don't know. I got you. Yeah. But no, like bigger people were considered rich because they had food. So they're like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It showed a health. Well, not maybe, maybe not health. They thought. Yeah. Huh? Oh, nice. Anyway. Okay. Um. So, anyways, um, totally forgot what I was talking about. Anyways, we'll just um, go back to. Yeah. No. No. Like. Um, I don't remember what you were saying either. It happens. It happens. So, um, and then another thing is in verse six, he says it's bearing. So he's talking about this mm-hmm. good news. Um, he's saying it is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives. And so that's what, uh, I don't know if I've talked, I guess I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but we started a discord and we kind of talked about that on the podcast. We definitely have. And so the purpose behind it is so that we could go and make disciples, right? Because we're all called Matthew 28 to go and make disciples of all nations. And so when it says it's bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives, if we truly believe that the gospel changes, changes lives, why are we not striving to make disciples? Because if we're making disciples, that should be in a multiplicative way in the sense of it's in multiplication, not by just adding. So it's so much faster. So it's like if I disciple five people, those five people go out and disciple five people, those mm-hmm. 25 people go out and disciple five more people. So it, it multiplies. Yeah. And so that's when it's saying it's changing lives. Why are churches not pushing uh discipleship making these days because a lot of churches aren't they're just saying oh yeah that's what christ commanded us but like we aren't actually pushing it and if it truly changes lives then just think about it like the how how different would this world be if everybody followed the fruits of the spirit me and uh my apartment manager were just talking about that today really miss uh miss laura yeah love that lady she's awesome yeah hopefully you're listening i'm gonna make her listen okay anyway no we were we were talking about like imagine because we were talking about you and everything and how like Nice. Yeah, they were talking like, bad about me, right? No, no, no. Like, so if you guys don't know, Jared's kind of helped me move down here and everything. And Laura was like, that's so awesome. Like, yeah, I'm truly blessed. And then we were talking about like, what if everybody was like that? What if everyone was selfless enough mm-hmm. to help people like that? And just like, mm-hmm. like show the love of God, show like selflessness. Like mm-hmm. imagine how different the world would be if people would just lay down their life for others. Not yeah. like in a dead sense, but just like being selfless. Yeah. Yeah, like, Absolutely. Oh, I can either go play this game or help this person that just had a fire, you know, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. 
Dude, it'd be huge. It'll help somebody. That's what the gospel does is it changes our lives mm-hmm. it, for that. It, it's a, where we follow the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a radical change. We would live in a much different world in society if we mm-hmm. even did that. Um, so anyways, in fact, in verse six, it says, just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard. So hearing the gospel is an instant change. Uh, if it's, you know, if you truly adhere to it, um, if you have true faith. Um, and then another thing is, and I'll let you take away your points, but in verse seven, it says, you learned about the good news from Epaphras, our beloved coworker. He is Christ's faithful servant. So Epaphras will forever be known as Christ's faithful servant. How cool would it be to be remembered for all of history for being faithful to God? And it's, it's written down right there. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, he was so faithful that he didn't write about him himself being faithful. Somebody else wrote about him. Uh, And so imagine having that kind of, yeah, imagine having that impact. It's like, it would be like uh, me writing in my book um, about like how. Drawing near by Jared Montana. Check it out on the links. Self plug. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, it is on Spotify. If you want to listen yeah, to it, yeah, you can listen to it. It's pretty fire. It's Jared. Have you, have you listened to it? So anyway, uh, I, like, like, <laughs> no, I've I already read it. Act. So like, I'm not gonna like caught listen to act. it. No offense. Like, if I like, I'm not a part time wow. person. Like, can wow. read a book. I can barely watch a movie wow. twice, dude. Wow. Unless it's Cars. Wow. I'm not going to read a book twice. Wow. And I hear you talk all the time, dude. Wow. I don't want to hear you talk when I, you're wow. not around. Wow. I'm just kidding. No, I, I completely get it. Um, I am I am conceited, though, so I listen to it on a daily basis. So I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'd believe it. I'd believe <laughs> no, so, it. You wake up and it's planned. Yeah, 100%. Okay, actually, actually, no, not quite. But I did listen to not it quite. Um, after I recorded it. So, I mean, I've read the book like 15 times already um, because, I mean, I wrote it. You have don't you know have, what it says? You'd be surprised. I forget often. Um, and so you imagine like a singer, like think of Luke, like he's just, I know, this is right? a good song. <laughs> right? wrote it. What do you mean? I love this. Right. No, it's kind of weird because I mean, I wrote it and then I didn't pick it up for months. And then I was like, Hey, let me record the audio for it. So I can put it on Spotify, whatever people can listen to months, it. It's like two months. Yeah. No, it was, it was like three months or something like was that. It? Two or three. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, and so I record it and as I'm reading it, I'm like, I do not remember writing this. And so <laughs> I, was, I was like, Oh, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. And uh, I was like, why am I thinking this? I wrote it, but anyways, um, and so spirit led anyways. Um, but, uh, any, uh, where was I going with that? So, oh, right. So then I, uh, I recommended to my Bible study group for the ones I do Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I've been listening to it again, um, just to like to go over the chapter before I talk about it with them. Yeah. And so, uh, I was like, wait a second, that sounds good. That's a good, that's a good point. And like, I don't remember, I don't remember reading that. I don't remember saying it for the audio and I definitely don't remember writing it. I'm like, how do I miss this so many times? It makes no sense. Mm Um, but anyways, so, uh, going back to my point earlier in verse nine, he says that, uh, so we've not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. So again, Paul being in prison, praying for other people. Uh, I think that's incredibly admirable. What what are your thoughts? I think this next verse is really powerful. So anyway, I don't have a lot. I don't have any thoughts on that. I'm just excited for this next verse. Mm-hmm. He says, for this reason also, since the day we heard this, we haven't stopped praying for you. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he's, he's kind of acknowledging like you've heard about the word of God. So I'm going to pray for you now. Like, yep. yeah, you've heard about the word of God, but now it's the next step. Mm-hmm. Now it's to walk in the steps. So he's saying, I know you've heard it, so I'm gonna start praying for you. And I think that's really cool. I think I think prayer is honestly underrated. Like a lot of people are Christians, yeah. but a lot of them just pray at church, I feel like. Like I don't know. Like mm-hmm. prayer just doesn't seem talked about much anymore in my opinion. Yeah. You know what? This is this is conviction. So the last week, um, Jen and I were talking about prayer, and I was just like, My prayer life is garbage. Oh mine too. Garbage. And 
like, you know, the Bible says to pray without ceasing. I know what the Bible says, but that doesn't mean you do it, you know, and just because I suck. Um, <laughs> but no, I was like, I, I think I told Jenna, uh, my wife, I think I told her maybe it was two days ago we were talking about it. And she was, she was talking about how like, she's not praying as much. I asked her, I was like, how much are you praying? She's like, oh, I'll pray, you know, maybe five, 10 times a day. <laughs> I'm like, I probably hadn't even done it once a day yeah. in the, for the last week or two. And I, I feel the effects of it, you know, because it's just like, I think I've said on the podcast before, but that's like, if I don't talk to my wife, you know, cause our relationship is a relationship. Um, it's a relationship or it's a religion of relationship, I should say. Um, and so if I don't talk to God, it's like me not talking to my wife for two weeks, you know, and it's just like, Ugh. but uh, I will say this, at least to kind of, you know, make myself feel better slightly. I have been reading my Bible a little bit more. And like, I've been, go- I've been back at it with like reading books at a time, which I love. I read judges the other day. I read Ruth the other day, which by the way, love Ruth. Like Ruth hit me in my feels. Really? Yeah. You get, you yeah. Get sad? No, no, no. It, it actually, uh, so it just, it felt very, um, what word am I looking for? Relatable. Yeah, so it, it was... I knew a girl named Ruth once. She went to our church. She okay. was old. Yeah. Lady. Loved her. Same with uh, the church I was a youth pastor at. Youth pastor at. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a, a lady named Ruth. She was really nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't know why. Like, I used to always be like, hey, guys, just read a chapter. But now that I've been reading, like, books at a time, mm-hmm. it helps me understand the book so much better. And I love it so much more. I have never been the, like... I suck at reading the Bible. Like... It's tough. In my opinion, I just you know it's different for everybody. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I don't know. Like I like reading and stuff, but when it comes to the Bible, I don't know. I just get bored of it sometimes. So mm-hmm. I feel like I guess how how do I want to say this? I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Like I this, love, this is a Yolk Christian podcast. You you, are, you need to keep your your words no, careful. No 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 no. So like I guess the way I spend time with God, you know, obviously studying the Word is important. I understand that, and I, mm-hmm. I read the Bible for that. Cancel it. I'm just kidding. But no. I don't read the Bible to feel close to God. I guess the way I get close to God and spend time with God is making TikToks. Like Mm -hmm. every time I make it, like obviously I make Christian TikToks. So that kind of forces me to study about like the talking ones, for example. Mm -hmm. Like I'll read a verse and I'll kind of sit and think about it. I don't know, but like when I make TikToks, Mm -hmm. that's when I feel my spirit like, ooh, this is when I'm like, like for example – you know, like the preaching, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. When I'm making Christian TikToks, that's kind of mm-hmm. how I feel. Like yeah. that's how I feel like my spirit being filled. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not – I shouldn't just rely on that because like so, I don't, I don't know how to question. explain it. So like I make my TikToks out of an overflow of my own personal studies. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you get like a, a spiritual high when you make the TikToks. So how do you come up with the content to make the TikToks if you're not getting it from a spiritual overflow of your personal studies? Sorry. That was a lot. What? So <laughs> – <laughs> when I make my TikToks, uh-huh. the content mm-hmm. comes as an overflow of what I just recently did in my own Bible study. Yeah. So like I say I read Colossians and I see, oh, uh, he constantly prayed for other people while he's in prison. Mm-hmm. So I would make a TikTok video. Okay. Off yeah. Of that. So, so sometimes it's from the Bible, but also sometimes they'll just be like um, a verse pops in my head or um, I'll, I'll see this verse somewhere. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I'm going to kind of run with that. Okay, um, gotcha. I follow a lot of Christian pages. So there's right. always like, even on Instagram, there's gotcha. just like a Bible verse. I'm like, Oh, I like that verse. Yeah. I'm going to kind of, and then I get like my two Bibles. I get this version and the one you gave me. Right. And I see which translation I like more. And I kind of read the little footing note to gotcha. it. Gotcha. But uh, that sounds dumb. It sounds so, bad. Cause like my, my, my study, if you will, yeah, yeah, yeah. is one Bible verse. Gotcha. Like I'm gotcha. obviously trying to read more yeah. like the Philippians. I've been a little bit trying to read that and everything, yeah. but 
it's for me, it's just hard to get into the word. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm just getting into the word, like, so during high school, I don't think I studied once. Right. And like, I know studying the Bible is important, but man, I suck at studying. I just, I want to do it. Like I want to study and I want to like studying, Right. but like I can't. And like, I know I, I know, you know, faith over feelings, whatever. Don't, don't, you know, do do what you don't like. Do you have a, do you have ADHD? Probably dude. Okay, like, that would definitely make it more difficult. Yeah, yeah. I I never focus on anything. Like right. even when I talk, I go on like seven different pages. Uh, dude, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Welcome back to the Yo Christian Podcast, everybody. Yeah. Oh, this is the intro again. Yeah. Um, no, I get that, and you know, I think it comes in waves, one hundred percent. Because I go through spurts like that too. There's, I go through spurts where I think I talked about it in a podcast before um, how I went like months without even reading essentially the Bible, um, and so I get how. Uh, there's definitely times where you'll we'll make videos or whatever because we both make you know TikToks. Obviously, I think everybody that listens. Yeah, I'm going back to Yolt, baby. Yeah, I'm uh, making videos on Yolt now. Uh, I think that everybody that watches or listens to these these uh, podcasts they they come from TikTok. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I'm at least most. And so, hi mom. Hello, my mom's here. <laughs> hey mom, thanks for watching. Um, <laughs> so. There's definitely times where I've made videos not out of a surplus from my personal studies, but out of a study of sense of like, because there's, I don't know. So there's, there's study of the Bible for relationship and then there's study of of the Bible for theology. Mm -hmm. And so I've studied the Bible for debates before um, rather than personal relationship. And so sometimes it'll come out of that where I'm preparing for debates or other times it'll come from watching other t- TikToks or something like that. And like people make mm-hmm. a, an interesting point. So I like, Hey, I'll, I'll counter that. Yeah. Um, or I'll add to it or whatever. So I get that. So I will say this though, like, for example, like, man, I'll be honest. I don't know. Like the last time I read my Bible is when you told me to read Philippians four. Right. This was a few weeks ago. Right. But like when you said, Hey, we're doing this tonight for the mm-hmm. podcast, I got home. I instantly jumped my Bible. Right. Like when I have the chance to teach, I feel mm-hmm. like that is when like, I am just, higher than high on spirit right oh there. dude like when yeah. i'm teaching so like yeah. you said hey we're doing this on the podcast tonight i instantly got home i read my bible i whipped that thing out mm-hmm. i started highlighting stuff and everything you can see here but i think that is when i enjoy my study when i mm-hmm. know i'm about to use this or i'm about to go teach it right so right. i'm gonna study this right so i can convey it on the podcast mm-hmm. so i yeah. think when so people listening if you're trying to study the bible study with a purpose you're reading everything mm, so that you funny. can use it. Uh, so my church, my old church, not the one I go to now, but my old church back in Iowa, right above the door, it said, um, you are now entering You are now entering your mission field. So when you read the Bible, think of, hey, there's going to be a time where I'm probably going to have to use this in the real world. So study with a purpose. Don't just study to study. Don't just read the Bible just to read it. Study it with a purpose, you know, because you're gonna, eventually going to use it, you know. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, and so studying with a purpose is a very good t- thing to take away. Um, mm-hmm. So, would you, Codis, would you say that since we started this podcast, your knowledge of the faith has exponentially oh, grown? Yeah. So I think Yol has just helped me spiritually so yeah, much. Right. Like I think it gets me into the word. I think it, exa- that's the point I was going to make is because so part of the reason I, I want to start the podcast is because one, it forces me to get into it mm-hmm. when I don't want to. And two, because it allows me to teach. And so I personally learn more through teaching mm-hmm. than I do on the student end. You know what's funny? What's that? So like obviously we weren't doing the podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. And so you see what you saw where that took. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us. Like 
So it really shows, like, if you're not in the work, there's a, there's a lot that happened, guys, the in between of when we record and when we didn't record. But, like, when you're not in the word, it really does take effect. Definitely, and, like, you definitely. could see, like, we, we both weren't doing our podcast. We weren't mm-hmm. forcing ourselves to get in the word. Right. Look where it took us, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of went through the, some some mud there. Yeah. Yeah, some pretty thick mud. Yeah. Um, on both of our ends. So uh, we can talk about that on another episode. Yeah. But, um. So to continue with Colossians, do you have anything through verse uh, 14 that you want to talk about? Um, yeah. So I kind of wanted to read this whole thing here okay. um, because there's a lot of cool little nuggets that I'm sure we'll talk about. So pretty much he's saying he'll pray for us. We'll go back to verse 10 here. So that you may walk we're, we're, so you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and mm. growing in the knowledge of God. So – being strengthened with all power according to his glory so that you may have a great endurance and patience joyfully giving thanks to the father who has enabled you to share to in the saints inheritance in the light. My translation is weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I like this, this little last part here in 13, 14. It says he has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his, of the son of love in him. We have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to say? I feel like you have something you want to say. Not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now this next part. It's a little right. Bible so, nugget. There's a lot yeah, here. You take okay. away here. Yeah, I, I've got a lot that I want you to talk about You got this. So verse 15 says this. I'm going to read this from the ESV because uh, that's a more word-for-word translation than the, the uh, NLT. But it, verse 15 says, He is the image of the invisible God. It's talking about Jesus, the firstborn of all creation. And so – we're going to get into some theology here. Some, here we go. Some pretty, Buckle up. Buckle some pretty up. thick theology. So we've got Trinity conversation and then we've oh, got Jesus conversation because it, we're going to start with the Jesus conversation because it helps us to understand the Trinity more so. Mm-hmm. So at the end of that verse, it says Jesus, it's talking about Jesus, is the firstborn of all creation. So there's a lot of people that see that and see that as, okay, if he's the firstborn, that means he's the first of all creation. Now, if Jesus was created, that means he's not God. So... Hang on. I'm not saying Jesus isn't God. Jesus is God. And here's how I know. So when we go through uh, verse 17, uh, right before, we, sorry, verse 18, uh, and about halfway through, I'm going to read verse 18. It says, and he is the head, speaking of Jesus, he's the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. Codis, let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. a really simple question. When was the last time you saw something dead give birth? Never. Never. So in this, Paul is saying the firstborn from the dead. So now we know that dead can't give birth. And so he's not using firstborn as a, uh, he's not using it literally. He's using it kind of metaphorically. And so what we can gather from the context of this whole 15 through 20 is that he's using firstborn in the sense of ranking, not in the sense of creation. Hmm. Um, And so when we go back to verse 15, it says, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He's saying that Christ is supreme over all creation. He is the ruler of it all. He's not saying that he was the first to be created. Um, and so there's other texts that people will try to use to try to say, like, for example, Hebrews 1, I think it was 6. Uh, people try to say that, oh, Jesus was created. But if you look at verse 8, the Father speaking to the Son says, you are thrown, O God. So the Father calls the Son God. So obviously he's not created. Um, it's just firstborn is a, a, a term that it's kind of like in, remember how we talked about in the homosexuality podcast, we said that Paul created a term for homosexuality and it was arsenokoitai. Um, and so Paul combined two words to form what we now translate to, uh, homosexuality. And so 
that's similar. That's what he's doing here. Is he, he's, he didn't create the word, but he's using one word to mean something else than what he, than like what the, the literal translation or the, what the literal meaning is. If y'all can follow what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you, it, just in case you don't follow what I'm saying, if you follow cool, if you don't uh, just take away this nugget, Jesus was not created. He is the supremest being overall mm-hmm. creation. Um, in fact, in this, this little uh, section verses 15 through 20, it says, for by him, speaking of Jesus, all things were created. So what happened is, and this is where we kind of help us to understand the Trinity. So it says in First uh, Corinthians chapter, it's either 8 or 11. I think it's 11. It says that the Father is the head of Christ. And so uh, Jesus is who did all things, but it was instigated by the breath of the Father. Mm-hmm. So the Father, uh, think of it this way. So uh, in this analogy of the Trinity that, uh, I think it's biblical. It's not a perfect analogy because there's no way we can perfectly correlate something in this life to God because God is so much vast, vaster than we can imagine. Um, but our body, our, uh, we have our body and then we have our brain. And so if Jesus Christ is our flesh, he is, imagine in this analogy, a body. And then if the father is the head of Christ, that means he's the mind of Christ. So our bodies communicate to our minds all the time, our brains. Yeah. Likewise, our brains send signals to our bodies all the time. So this is kind of how the Trinity functions in the sense of the father is the, the brain and he sends signals to the body and, and Jesus is the hands and feet of the, of the father. Yeah. That's how it is. And so this helps us to understand that. It says, so for by him, all things were created. So the father, uh, the mind instigated the body to do things. And so Jesus created all things. It says in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And then verse 17, and he, speaking of Jesus, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So, I mean, that verse in and of itself just shows that he wasn't created because he was before all things. Um, and so, and he is the head of the body of the church, uh, the church being everybody who has faith. And yeah. so this is a very theological passage. And so uh, I hope I explained that well enough. If I didn't, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or something like that. Um, but yeah, so that's really the the passage there. And then he goes in to say stuff like, what really intrigues me is in verse 21, he says, actually, no, I'm going to back up just a tad. And so he is the beginning supreme overall who rise from the dead. This is speaking of Jesus again. So he is first in everything for God and all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. So even if you don't believe that Jesus mm-hmm. is God, he thought that this talking about him being created right there in verse 19 in all his fullness or the, the fullness of God was pleased to live in Christ. Yeah. So Jesus had his complete divinity um, because he's God, of course. And so we see yeah. that all throughout scripture. Um, and so verse 21 through really 23, um, it's, it's a good little, little passage to talk about it. It kind of reminds me of the verse in Corinthians where it might've been Corinthians, but it says like you once who are a slave to sin. What is that Corinthians? It's It's Paul. It's everywhere. It's all throughout. Cause he says once you were a slave to sin, but Mm -hmm. you know, anyway, he starts off by saying once you were allied and hostile in your minds, Mm. expressing the evil actions, Mm -hmm. but now. He has reconciled you by his physical body through his death Ooh. to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. Mm. So he's pretty much saying, like, this man laid his life for you. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you hostile person. You, you, you know, you're not you. You're an evil action person, but he died for you, so you can be presented holy, faultless, and blameless before mm. him. Wow. And then he says. Uh, if indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith 
and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you have heard, this gospel, uh, this gospel has been proclaimed in all creation. As I'm having to turn you down. You're screaming. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was getting into it. Yeah. I was like, what the you, heck? you were getting really close and screaming. I, so. I'm sorry. I was like, I can't hear myself. <laughs> anyway, he's pretty much saying here, like, yo, this man died for you. He's pretty much giving the gospel to them in, right. in a few verses. Like, mm-hmm. this man died for you. Yep. You were an evil person. You were an awful person. You had awful intentions. You had an awful mind. But Jesus came down. He mm-hmm. died for you so that you could be presented fault. You're, you're faithful. You're faultless. You're mm. blameless and you're holy before him. And then he start, and then he says after this, and it says, if you're not shifted from your faith, he pretty much says, if you're not shifted from your faith, your faith, he says, this gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven. And I, Paul, have become a servant of it. You're a mm. servant of the gospel. So what's yeah. a servant of the gospel, Jared? You're going to go share the gospel. Oh, my goodness. Be a telemarketer. Oh, Don't tell oh. everybody about Jesus. We'll be salesmen for Jesus. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but he's saying like, You've heard the gospel. Mm. You're faultless. You're blameless. Good. Now go give it to other people. Right. You have the cure to everything pretty much. Like right. you have the you have the key to eternal life. Mm. So go be a servant of it. Go mm. serve others of it. Go mm. give it to other people. I get, you know, don't, that's not how that works, but kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. like sure. you have the secret. Go, go give it to people. Mm. That's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. We were his enemies. We were wicked yeah. in our sin and he loved us enough to make us right in his sight. By sacrificing himself on the cross. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true love on Jesus' end for us. Yeah. It's insane. Um, you know, I think now would be a good time for an ad, actually. So be hold on for a minute while we go through this so, ad. So Jared, 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 Jared. Obviously, he wants us to be a servant of this. Okay. Right? Right. So what's one way to serve? Well, you go tell people about the gospel. Mm. But guess what? What? Say you're not a good talker. Mm. Okay. You know, you're not, not good going good up to people. You know, what's your, what's your shirt mean, Jared? What, what's Y-T-H? Uh, it says it means – It's that simple. People wow. are going to ask about your wow. T-shirt. The first thing You've you notice about somebody is point. their clothes. What are they wearing? They're wearing a suit. They're wearing a tie. They're wearing a hoodie. Wow. They sure have holes in it. Uh. What's that? What's that? What, why do you have a mountain? What is Matthew? Uh. What's Matthew? Why is your – say Matthew – 1720. 1720. Why is there a name and numbers? Yeah. Yeah, Let me tell you why. You ever heard yeah. about the gospel? That simple. Mm. Faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. Ooh, let me tell you about my faith. Ooh, yeah, so wh- look at wh- that. Why, why do you have a picture of a stick man sitting on a mountain bowing down? Mm-hmm. You ever heard about Jesus? Ooh. 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 Why does your shirt say redeemed? Why does your shirt say Ooh, forgiven? Look at that. What does that mean? I don't Go know. be a servant. Go be Buy a, servant. a t-shirt. Yo, Christian Podcast, $15. Glorify God and all that you do. That's the kicker. That's what the shirt's you for. You want to be an ambassador? We're starting that back up. Uh, that's true. We are. We are. Yep, so. so if you want to be an ambassador, message us yep. on Instagram. Yep, sure But thing. no, for real, go buy a t-shirt. My mom makes them. And you know what? If you don't even know what to say, I've got something else for you. Another resource. It's called Drawing Near by Jared Montana. And so. <laughs> Under the drums. If you guys can uh-huh. see that on audio or yeah. video, you would see me drumming. So, uh, yeah. So this this resource it would help you understand the things of the faith, the basics of the faith, uh, the mm-hmm. faith. But it will give you everything that you need uh, in Scripture so that you can share your faith well. Mm-hmm. And it equips you for that. Um, and so with Scripture, of course. So, But it, it says it in an interesting way, you know, because it's, it's all through story. So mm-hmm. it teaches you a Bible lesson. Through a real life story of my life. So yeah. if you want to buy, yes, I am the author, Jared Montana. You can buy it on Amazon. Click the links in the bio. Find us on, you know, Instagram, um, TikTok, whatever. So when people order a t-shirt, can they add a note? Like a, a note? I think so. So yeah. if you invite, so tell people to buy a t-shirt. And if you invite, if we get, let's go with 50 people. If you get 50 people to buy a t-shirt, we'll let you on the podcast for an episode. Is that fair with you? That's fine. 
That's fine with you. Yeah. If you invite 50 people, if we get a note saying, hey, this person recommended you, you can be on a podcast for You can be episode. on a podcast. Maybe if we like you, maybe even more. Because mm. we like Luke and look That's how true. that turned out. Yeah, tr- Luke was here for a whole Ecclesiastes series. so And we still talk to that man daily. Yeah, he's Love a best him. friend. Yeah. Um. Anyways. All right. Thanks anyway, for listening to the ad. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, welcome back to the Old Christian Podcast. Yeah, We're back yeah. from the ad break. But no, the next verse, I really like this. Mm-hmm. He says, now I rejoice in my suffering for you. Mm-hmm. Like this man, he acknowledges like, guys, I'm in prison. This sucks. But guess right. what? I'm rejoicing for you. Right. Like I'm proud of you. Like it's easy to pull you down and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm in prison. Look how awful my life is. But no, I'm glad for you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in my suffering. Yeah, that sucks. Pray for me. But go you. I'm happy for you. It's not Paul, 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 Paul. It's look at this. Go you, go you, go you. I like that. But of course, it's always go you in God, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's always being God centered, but mm-hmm. in you. Um, and so, uh, it's in, in fact, verse, I'm skipping a little, a little bit ahead, but uh, three verses actually. Verse 27, it says, And this is the secret that Christ lives in you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. In verse 26, Paul says, he says, this message was kept secret for centuries and generations past. He's talking about the secret that is what he's been talking about in the sense of mm-hmm. we've been now made right in uh, God's sight through Christ Jesus. And he's saying this message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people. And this is the secret that Christ lives in you. That's that's powerful. Yeah. Christ lives in us. So what are we doing when we're not living Right. That's not showing the fruits. Like I feel like we're we're disgracing our temple by not living right. Mm-hmm. And you're a roommate to this body. You don't own this body. Mm, you're a roommate. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I made the uh, house a little messy. <laughs> He's holding his stomach. Um, yeah, no, you, yeah, you've got a point. Um, and we should be treating our, our temple right because it's. I, here's the thing, dude. Like in the New Testament, in, in 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 Corinthians, when it says that we are the temple, he's relating that to the temple of the Old Testament. And mm-hmm. if you didn't. If people went into the the temple without even being bathed, if without being cleansed at certain times, they were struck dead. So take your bath, people. Yeah, don't She's be stinking. You down. No, but I want to smell you when I'm stinging oceans. But no, for real, like people would have ropes tied to their waist yeah, because if they, they if they weren't made right, if they didn't sacrifice enough thing, like to atone for their sins, then they would die in the presence of the temple. I know, and so that's how serious being in the presence of God was. And so now we have God living in us. And this is our temple. And why are we not treating our temple as sacred as the temple is in the Old Testament? That's an interesting thought. And we are disgracing this temple on a daily basis. Yeah. America. Gluttony. Yeah. Like, yeah. I struggle with gluttony all the time. Yeah. I'm like, stepping on my toe here. Oh, yeah. That, that's what this is. Yeah. Right. You know, to teach you, you got to step on your own toes a little bit. Yeah. I, and, I, and the yeah. thing is, like, the good, the good thing is you're admitting it, too. Like, I've seen a lot of teachers are like oh no i'm perfect i'm sinless yeah no, that ain't true no. i ain't sinless i struggle all the time yeah. what is it uh first john 1 8 you who know. claim to be without sin are sinning uh, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah it's either verse seven no it's not seven i think it is eight it might be verse nine it's in john somewhere yeah it's first john one seven eight or nine we're right there but yeah if you claim to be without sin you're sinning so because nobody's perfect um so that's really the gist of yeah, the Colossians. Part. Yeah, Colossians chapter one. So look, it's a powerful start. There's a lot it is. to it. It's very theological, but it's very applicable. How do you think? So, <clears throat> do you think Paul just like how did he give the letters out? Did he say, "Hey, prison guard, you want to ship this out"? Uh, like, he gave it to a bird and fly it off to the person. 
I'm just, oh, I I'm just kidding. You. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wonder if people like yeah. came to the window because, like, obviously it was like a prison in a city. Yeah. I assume. I'm sure they had like a mail system. They'd be like, "Hey, just go pass this on," and they the grapevine, yeah. the prison grapevine. You know, what I mean? the prison grapevine. Because <laughs> like prisons back then, wasn't they pretty much just torture and stuff? Um, I mean, there's jail cells. I mean, the Bible talks about how there's an earthquake yeah. and the the walls broken. Yeah, I remember that. Cause I saw Veggie Tales and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I love that. I love Veggie Tales. Cheeseburger. I knew that was coming. Uh-huh. You sent me a TikTok that today, yeah. and I was just laughing. Hold on, I'm trying to. What was the question I was gonna? Uh, uh, where, was there a mail system? A mail system in ancient Rome. There wasn't a female system. I know. <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, established Rome's first official postal service in 27 BC to AD 14. Pony Express. Yeah. So it's uh, Emperor Augustus established that. So Emperor Augustus. What a guy. Yeah, so they they oh, had yeah. they had a, a postal service. That's pretty neat. So, I should imagine like Hermes or whatever that Greek god's name is. Hey, yeah, guys, yeah. Your mail. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. They, uh, I, I wonder if they created Hermes as a result of the postal service, or if they had yeah, Hermes. He is the messaging, the messenger yeah, god. Can you imagine, like, like, imagine, like, Greek gods aren't real, but imagine being the Greek god that just gives messages. Like, <laughs> hey, Zeus is mad at you again. Well, you go tell him. Even though I know we're talking about Greek and Roman and Greek's a little bit different, but yeah. Um, but still, like, because they do like planets, like Mars, yeah, yeah. Sep- Septune. That's not a planet. Neptune. It's my favorite. Septune. Saturn and Neptune put together. Like September, I thought. I don't know. Oh, I don't know my months. <laughs> I got you. This Pluto. Um, nice. Pluto gives me February vibes. I kind of get it's November. The, it's the forgotten date. Maybe. I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. I just love Pluto. My birthday's in February. Mm. February's a good month. Makes sense. No, it's not. December's my favorite. Yeah. What? Christmas? Uh, I just like the cold. Yeah. Are you going to fly back for Christmas? Probably not this year. No. Yeah, I can't. Well, I don't know. If, if you get that roommate and everything, you should be squared. Ready we'll to figure go. that out later. Yeah. That's not yeah. right now. All right. Anyways. Um... <laughs> Thanks for listening to our little tangent there, guys. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Um, Codis, you want to pray out? Oh, yeah. Um, hey, God, what's up? Thank you for letting us be able to use this platform, God. Like, this is awesome, God. Uh, there's people all around the world able to listen to this podcast, Lord, and I just thank you for that, God. Um, I pray that you just use this podcast and this platform to just help so many people, whether it's, you know, when their spiritual growth, whether it's finding you, God, I pray that you just use this in your will. Um, God, I pray that everyone that, that listens to this, I hope they're having a great day. I hope you're watching over them, protecting them, guiding them giving them everything they need, Lord. And so, God, I just pray that you keep doing that for all of us, God. Uh, Thank for everything you do. Thank for everything you're going to do. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And make sure you go out and glorify God in all that you do. And you respect the temple that he has given you because Christ lives in you. With all that being said, Godspeed.